Welcome to Directions in Rashi, a podcast that will help you understand individual comments from Rashi throughout the Chumash, and that will also introduce you to some of the general principles which I feel uh, directed Rashi in his creation of his commentary, and that will help us to understand his commentary better all around. Welcome. Today's shear is on Parsha's bow. However, I would like to start in a different place. I would like to start with the Pusik in Tehillim, Perak Kuf Yudtes, the famous Timna Ape, where there are eight psukim for each letter of the Aleph And near the end, we find the following Pusik. Kedem Yodati Me'edoisecha, and I will translate uh, the way it would appear from Rashi. Kedem Yodati Me'edoisecha, before I knew certain things from your mitzvahs, from your testimonies or your mitzvahs, because you established them for eternity. What does this mean? Rashi says, Before the thing was, before a certain thing, we'll see what that certain thing is, but before this certain thing came into being, I knew it from your testimonies which we'll see in a minute is going to mean from your mitzvahs, from your commandments. Kedem Yarshu Esa'aretz, before the Bnei Yisrael inherited the land of Israel, when they had still not yet entered the land and had not inherited it, you already commanded them on the first fruits, which is a offering that must be brought to the Beis HaMikdash, and it is only brought from fruits that grow in Eretz Yisrael, Utrumais, and Trumais is a small percent of the crop grown in Eretz Yisrael, which has to be given to a Kayan. Umasrais is 10% of the crop, which has to be given to the Levi. So before they even inherited the land, you commanded them to give these various gifts from the land. The Kedem, and before you put them at rest from their enemies, before you allowed them to fully conquer the land and to vanquish all of their enemies, see Vizalahem, you commanded them, it says a Pasuk in Chumash, it will be when Hashem puts you at rest from all your enemies, after you have defeated them all, which took quite a long time if we look in Tanakh, after Hashem has put you at rest from your enemies, so then, Lahamid Melech, then there is a mitzvah to establish a king over Klai Yisrael, and to cut off, to eliminate the evil nation of Amalek, and to build the Beis HaMikdash. So before the situation which made them obligated, before it even occurred, before it even came about, before they had vanquished all their enemies from around them, but even before that, HaKadosh Baruch Hu told them, when it will happen, you have this mitzvah. What is the significance of this? Why this the, the Tehillim is, as its name indicates, the book of Tehillim is praises. What, what, what's so great about this? So HaKadosh Baruch Hu told us that uh, when 
you will come into the land and you'll live there, you'll have to give Bikurim and Trumas and Masras. Okay. And when I will eventually uh, allow you to, to strengthen yourselves and to vanquish all your enemies from all around, I then want you to do the following three mitzvahs, to establish a king and to destroy a Molek and to build the base of Mikdash. Okay, what, what's, what's the praise in this? Perhaps on a very simple level, we could say that we're praising HaKadosh Baruch Hu, that he kept his promises. If HaKadosh Baruch Hu said that uh, after you come into the land, I want you to do the following misfits. So that really is in effect a promise that he's going to bring us into the land. Otherwise, it would turn out that these commandments were given for naught. They, 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 they never would have been put into practical use. So if HaKadosh Baruch Hu said, after you come into the land, I want you to do these mitzvahs, so that in, that in effect is a promise of HaKadosh Baruch Hu to do so. And we see that he did so. And the same thing regarding the vanquishing of our enemies. If HaKadosh Baruch Hu says, I want you to do these three mitzvahs after you vanquish your enemies. So that's, that in effect is a promise that HaKadosh Baruch Hu will destroy our enemies. And therefore, we may perhaps Davon Amelech is praising Hakadosh Baruch Hu that he kept that promise. Although, uh, yeah, that he kept that promise. However, that that doesn't seem to somehow that doesn't seem to be the profound understanding here. I think there's something more here, and what I think is here, what I think is really the more profound meaning can be found in a pasuk in our Parsha, with Rashi's comment. Let's take a look. We have here some psukim, which talk about Yitzhiya's Mitzrayim and the mitzvahs of Pesach. Let's begin here in Perak Yud Gimel, Pesach Gimel. Moshe said to the people, this is when they were still in the, um, just after they had left Mitzrayim, Remember, always remember this day that you have left Mitzrayim from the house of slavery. Because with strength of hand, Hashem has brought you out of here. And chametz shall not be eaten on these days of Pesach that commemorate this Yitzhiya's Mitzrayim. Today you are leaving in the month of the springtime, in the springtime month of Nisan. And it will be. When Hashem will bring you to the land of the Knani and so forth, that land that he swore to your forefathers to give to you, which is a land flowing with milk and honey. You will serve this service. You will serve HaKadosh Baruch Hu with this service of Korban Pesach and Chaga Pesach in this month of Nisan. Seven days you will eat Matzais. And on the seventh day will be a Chag, will be a celebration to Hashem. The seven days matzos will be eaten. 
Chametz will not appear to you. Chametz will not be in your possession. And it will not appear to you any Soor is another form of Chametz in all of your boundaries. Now, and you will tell to your son on that day, because of this, because of this, Hashem did for me when I went out from Mitzrayim. Now the obvious question on this Pesach is, what does it mean, in order for this? What does that mean? In order for this, Hashem did for me when I came out of Mitzrayim. What is the Zeh? So, Rabbeinu Sadia Ga'in, as we've mentioned other times, Rabbeinu Sadia Ga'in uh, lived at a time when uh, in Bavel, where he lived, so Arabic was the dominant spoken language. So he translated the Torah into Arabic. I don't understand hardly five words in Arabic. Uh, Yala, that's about as far as it goes. But uh, his translation of the Torah has been retranslated back into Hebrew so that we can see the nuances of how Rabbeinu Sadia Gain translated the Torah. Rabbeinu Sadia Gain says that we have to flip some of the words in the Pasuk. We have to reorder some of the words. We should read the Pasuk like this. That that li Hashem meaning this observance, this holiday, this eating of matzahs and Korban Pesach and Moror and the whole thing, it's because Hashem did some great things for me when I left Mitzrayim. Okay. Uh, the, the difficulty in that is obvious, that it requires us to reorder the words in the Pesach. Rashi says something different. Rashi says, Bavur zeh, Bavur In order that I should perform his mitzvahs, Hashem's commandments, like these, these items, this korban pesach, this matzah, this moror. That's the Bavur zeh. In order that I should do this, that I am doing here on this, on this holiday, that I am doing here on this celebration, that I am eating the Pesach, the Matzah, the Moror, Asa Hashem li Mitzrayim. That's why Hashem did for me the miracles when I left Mitzrayim. What exactly is Rashi saying? So the Ibn Ezra, Rabbi Avram Ibn Ezra, who normally has a different way of looking at the, the Torah and frequently disagrees with Rashi, not usually by name, but it's every page of Chumash, the, the Ibn Ezra, it says explanations of the, uh, that are not the same as Rashi's. And yet, when it comes to this Pasuk, the Ibn Ezra reads almost like he's a super commentary on Rashi. As we'll see in a moment, he begins by explaining the flaws with the alternatives to Rashi's explanation. And then he goes on to explain the profound meaning of what Rashi says. Uh, I have mentioned many times that when you analyze a Rashi comment, you have to look at the technical. You have to look at how Rashi is explaining each word and how he is avoiding certain questions. And 
And then when you're finished with that, when you understand why Rashi said what he said, now you have to understand the content. You have to understand what does it mean? What is it, what is it telling us? What is, the, what is the content of what he says? It's very interesting that here the Ibn Ezra, it's almost like he, he heard me. And he starts by the technicalities and he ends with the content. Let's learn the Ibn Ezra. He begins, Omar Rebbe Marinos. Who is Rebbe Marinos? I have to admit my ignorance, but he quotes somebody named Rabbi Marinos. And he, Rabbi Marinos said, Perush Bavor Zeh, the explanation of the words Bavor Zeh, royally he say, it is proper that it should be Zeh Bavor Sha'asa Hashem Li. Rabbi Marinos explains it the way Rabbi Sadia Gain explained it. You have to switch the words, you have to change their order. Zeh, this celebration, this, this ritual that I am observing on Chagah Pesach is Bavor Sha'asa Hashem Li. It's because Hashem did for me miracles in Mitzrayim. The Hevi Rabim Kamayhu, and the Ibn Ezra reports to us that Rabbi Marinus quoted many psukim like that, Lafi Da'atoy, according to his opinion. Rabbi Marinus uh, had what he considered to be proofs from other psukim in Tanakh, where you have to switch the order. Says the Ibn Ezra, well, Lafi Da'ati, however, according to my opinion, ain't echod mehem nachayim. Not in, even one of them is correct. It's all, it's all wrong. How can we turn upside down the words of the living God? How can we say that the Torah wrote ABC and really it should be read ACB? He doesn't accept that. Now, and the meaning of this Pesach, it's just the opposite of what Rabbi Marinus thinks. We do not eat the matzahs on Pesach because of the signs and wonders that Hashem did for us in Mitzrayim. A revolutionary statement. Here you were taught since uh, you were a, a young child. That why do we eat the matzah on Pesach? Because Hashem took us out of Mitzrayim. Says the Ibn Ezra, no, that's not correct. What is the meaning of the words in the Pesach? For the sake of this avoda, for the sake of this this observance of matzah and moror and so forth, shehi achilas matzah v'lo yeachel chametz, which is the eating of the matzah and not eating the chametz, shehu tchilas hamitzvah shetziva Hashem, which are the beginning of all the mitzvahs that Hashem commanded. This is from the very first mitzvahs in the whole Torah. So, because of this, in order that we should do these mitzvahs, also lanu oisays umayvsim achohitziyano. Therefore, Hashem did for us signs and wonders until he took us out of Mitzrayim. In other words, it's just the opposite. Why did HaKadosh Baruch Hu do the miracles of Yitzhiyah's Mitzrayim? He did the miracles of Yitzhiyah's Mitzrayim so that we would have a reason to eat matzah. HaKadosh Baruch Hu really wanted us to eat matzah. There's something about eating matzah that's, that's so important God wanted us to do it. He couldn't. He wouldn't just command us to eat matzah as a as something with no no possible understanding. Something that's merely arbitrary. So therefore, he did he did miracles, and he did the miracles in such a way that uh, we were in a big hurry to get out of Mitzrayim, and the and the dough didn't have time to rise, and therefore we ate matzahs, and then he accomplished his purpose. Then he said, "Okay, fellas, every year now you have to eat matzah." 
And the Ibn Ezra says, Vatam, the reason for this is, HaKadosh Baruch Hu only took us out of Mitzrayim to serve him. The whole purpose was to serve him. Not because God felt bad for us, that we were working too hard in Mitzrayim, and so he took us out. That's not the real reason, says the Ibn Ezra. The real reason HaKadosh Baruch Hu took us out of Mitzrayim is in order that we should serve HaKadosh Baruch Hu, that we should have a reason to serve him. Kakosuv, as it's written in the Pasuk, who said to Meshir Rabbeinu when he first gave him the job of taking us out of Mitzrayim, he said, when you take out this, the people from Mitzrayim, you will serve God on this mountain. You will come to Har Sinai and you will serve me over here. And another Pasuk is written, that I took you out from Eretz Mitzrayim, to be for you a God. This is in Parsha Sitzis that we say every day. Ibn Ezra's understanding that it's giving us the reason why did HaKadosh Baruch Hu take us out from Mitzrayim? In order to establish himself as our God, and therefore we would serve him. These are some revolutionary ideas from the Ibn Ezra, that the purpose of Yitzhiya's Mitzrayim was that we should eat the matzah and do the other mitzvahs. Not that we are eating the matzah and doing the mitzvahs in order to remember and to thank HaKadosh Baruch Hu for the miracles. Rabbi Yeruchim Levavitz, the, the mashkiach in the Mir Yeshiva in Europe, so he takes this idea a step farther. Ibn Ezra only mentions Yitzhiya's Mitzrayim. He, 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 he might mean more than that, but, but in, 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 if you follow the, the, the letter of what he's saying, Ibn Ezra only mentions Yitzhiya's Mitzrayim. That Yitzhiya's Mitzrayim was, Hashem did it, Hashem did those miracles in order to obligate us in certain mitzvahs. And he quotes Psukim, which are about Yitzhiya's Mitzrayim. Rabbi Yerucham, the Mashkiach, explains in the, in the Sefer Das Torah, where his shmuzin, where his discourses are recorded in writing, that really this is so about all miracles. We've mentioned other times this, this fundamental idea from Rabbi Yerucham, that a miracle, the, the, the main function of a miracle is not to save a tzaddik or to save the whole nation from a difficult situation. For example, if we look at Kriyas Yamsuf, we look at the splitting of the Red Sea. So one might think that the, the primary function of Yitzhiya's Mitzrayim is because Klai Yisrael was standing by the Yam and the Egyptians were coming up right behind them, chasing them and trying to kill them. And they didn't have motorboats to get across to the other side. And so, so, so Kaddish Baruch Hu saved us. Oh, Baruch Hashem, he did a miracle. Rabbi Yerucham says, that's not, really, that's not really the correct way of looking at it. Certainly not the profound way of looking at it. No, HaKadosh Baruch Hu does miracles in order to be Megala, in order to reveal to us certain aspects of his essence and certain, to make a display of, of certain facets of his, of his ability. And what he says over here, on this Pasuk, Rabbi Yerucha, is that 
HaKadosh Baruch Hu does miracles in order to obligate us in certain mitzvahs. HaKadosh Baruch Hu wants us, for example, from time to time we should say Hallel. We should. Now, just to say Hallel for no special reason, I, I guess that's not what Hallel is. So therefore, HaKadosh Baruch Hu did miracles. For example, he, uh, he, uh, he, he did the miracles of Hanukkah. He did the miracles of Hanukkah. Rabbi Rucham is saying, what's really the profound reason why HaKadosh Baruch Hu did the miracles of Hanukkah? In order that then, forever after, the Jews should say Hallel on the days of Hanukkah. HaKadosh Baruch Hu did Yitzhiyah's Mitzrayim. Why? Well, he had different mitzvahs in mind. HaKadosh Baruch Hu wanted us to eat matzah and moror. So therefore, he did the miracles in Mitzrayim, and he did it in such a way that uh, we started off with a bitter enslavement that would make us obligated later in the moror, and then we went out in such a way that we didn't have time to let the dough rise. This would later make us obligated in matzah. The purpose of the miracles is knowledge of a Kodesh Baruch Hu, to give us increased knowledge of a Kodesh Baruch Hu, and to obligate us in mitzvahs. Of course, knowledge of a Kodesh Baruch Hu and performance of mitzvahs are not two separate things. It's, and if you look in the, the Tanya, other Sifrei Chasidus and Kabbalah, you will see that the, the 613 mitzvahs are called Evre de Malka. They are called the limbs of the king. If you will perform and know all of the 613 mitzvahs, that is a way of coming to know HaKadosh Baruch Hu. So when HaKadosh, when HaKadosh Baruch Hu does a miracle, it's for this dual purpose, which is really the same purpose. It's to get to know him. Either simply by observing the mitzvah, observing the miracle, you get to know who HaKadosh Baruch Hu is, or by performing the, 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 the mitzvahs that the miracle is supposed to obligate, also you will come to know HaKadosh Baruch Hu. And this, I think, is perhaps what Rashi is saying here. This is the, the profound understanding of what Rashi is saying here in Tehillim. Kedem Yadati, Kedem Yadati before a certain uh, miraculous and grandiose events took place, before they took place, Yadati I knew about them from your mitzvahs. Before HaKadosh Baruch Hu brought us into the land of, of, of Eretz Yisrael, he already commanded us to, to bring Bikurim and Trumas and Masrais. What's it mean? It means HaKadosh Baruch Hu brought us into the land in order that we should bring the Bikurim and the Trumas and the, Mas, and the Masrais. It's not that the, the coming into the land is a precursor, it's a tznai, it's a condition. You can't bring fruits to the Beis HaMikdash from Eretz Yisrael unless you're in Eretz Yisrael. So HaKadosh Baruch Hu had to bring us to Eretz Yisrael. No, 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 no. You can't, HaKadosh Baruch Hu wanted us to bring Bikurim. So therefore he gave us the land. HaKadosh Baruch Hu wanted us to destroy Amalek and to establish a king and to build the base of Mekdash. Therefore, he did for us the miracle. He did for us the great chesed of He put us at rest from our enemies. He allowed us to totally vanquish our enemies. The purpose of this great miracle was in order that we should be able to do these mitzvahs. This, these are uh, 
revolutionary ideas, but really this is what Rashi is saying. Ibn Ezra is very explicit in explaining this point and very strong in explaining this point. So this is something we have to think about that when things happen in the world in general, the whole purpose is to bring about certain reactions from us. Sometimes it's a reaction of doing mitzvahs. Sometimes it's other reactions that we have to we have to know how to react to certain things, to, to at, the, at the very least, at the minimum, to, to be a mensch about it, not, not to panic about it. This is something to think about. Good Shabbos. Thank you for listening to Directions in Rashi with Yochanan Joseph, author of the book Directions in Rashi, available from Feldheim Publications. Production aspects were carried out by Minagain Music. Visit them online by going to facebook.com slash